it's it's a group that that knows what they need to do. They're fully committed, um, and they you know they're they're playing for each guy in that room, and it's it's nice to come in and, and be a part of it and, and feel welcomed already. It's it's this group that was already really easy to mesh with, and and every guy who's who's reached out is um, is so welcoming, and we're, we're really happy to be here. That is new Bruin Garnet Hathaway talking about his welcome to the team. Backed by Donnie Hathaway. I don't believe they're related. I'd be sh- I'd be stunned. Um, but yeah, so Hathaway and, and Orlov, they get out there late, pretty late Friday night uh, after the Bruins had already practiced in Vancouver and no morning skate on Saturday. So they just get thrown right in. And, you know, I think that's probably what, what guys want after a trade, you know, don't have time to overthink it. But big deal for the Bruins. Big win capped by the Elmar goal. And uh, we're going to get to the phone lines now. We've got Maria in Watertown. Good morning, Maria. Hey, good morning. Just um, a couple of uh, comments and then a question. So I don't know how you can't watch the reaction of those Bruins players on the bench after Elmar scored and not um, know and understand that there's something very unique and very special going on with this team um, this year. And I'm not in the, uh, in the uh, habit of making bold predictions, but um, I sense my women's intuition, call it that, senses that something um, awfully good is going to happen for this Bruins team this year. And then um, two comments I have is one related to um, Connor Clifton coming out of the lineup in that I hope that it is more of a platooning type of situation between him and Matt Grizzlick or perhaps someone else, because I do think that that young man has worked very, very hard on his game. He brings a level of physicality back there that I think is a bit lacking in Grizzlick's game. So, you know, while I know it can't be even Steven, I just hope it's more um, balanced than him perpetually coming out of the lineup. My um, next question relates to uh, pressure. Now that Don Sweeney has made the moves that he has made, does the pressure on this team ratchet up? Maybe not now during the course of the regular season, but when the playoffs um, begin and how can that potentially you know, impact the team. How does you know? How do leaders like Felino and Marchand and Bergeron potentially deal with that um, for those less experienced players in the playoffs and, and for those younger players? So, those are my thoughts. And uh, Linus Olmark for Vesna, lock it in. He if he doesn't win, there's something rotten in the NHL. Thanks for the time, guys. All right, thank you, Maria. Uh, yeah, so let's start with the with the second part on on pressure. Razor is is this team going to be feeling the pressure, and if so, how do how do they deal with that? Well, they're going to feel the pressure. There's no question about that. Uh, you, any of these teams that have had historic seasons, the and, and and the others in the Eastern Conference, the I mean, you go through the top six: Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, Rangers, Tampa, Toronto. There, there's always a ton of pressure in that first round of the NHL playoffs. It's it's different. It ratchets up. Now, these guys have gone through it. They're going to be able to deal with it. I don't think this trade puts any more pressure on it because if they hadn't have made this trade and still had 
60 wins in the season, they were going to, you know, they're going to win the president's trophy. There's going to be a ton of pressure on this, the last dance, the whole thing. So I don't think it's because of the trade. I think it's just in general, that's what this team is going to be dealing with because they've set themselves up for this and and they've leaned into it all season. They recognize that they keep talking about it. Brad talked about it again this week. They know if, if they do nothing in the playoffs, this entire regular season's gone to waste and, and that's extreme. I, I don't truly believe in that, but you have to enjoy the ride and you try and win every game that you play. But but there's no question they get it. They understand it. And there's going to be a ton of pressure come playoff time. But once you get through that first round, it kind of goes away because you get into the rhythm of the playoffs. You get into the rhythm of, of each series. So it'll be the first few games in the first round. And, and if they can breeze through the first round, if they can get a few wins in the first round early, then I think that starts to dissipate until you get to the Stanley Cup finals again. Yeah, and... They have embraced that. They've known that's what this season is from the start. Once Bergeron and Krejci come back, they knew the goal is to win the Stanley Cup. They're not coming back just to have a good time, you know, win a round or two. It was to win the Stanley Cup, and they had the roster to do it. They had the mindset to do it. They have embraced it. They've talked about how, you know, they feel like this is a special year. They feel like they're doing something special. And, you know, as far as the pressure – yeah, there are going to be beat people who say uh, it's all for nothing if they don't win the cup. You know, Marchand did touch on that, but there's nothing you can do about that. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. You can only play the yeah, games that, like, are, that are on the schedule right now. Right, so let's not get ahead. Let's enjoy it. Uh, and, and we'll deal with it. But yes, there is going to be pressure. All the teams in the playoffs are going to feel a lot of pressure. And 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 at that point, they're you know you hope that their experience by adding another Stanley Cup winning player to their roster can can um navigate this team through okay how about the how about maria's first question on clifton coming out versus you know grizzlick or whoever else i i think you're gonna i would be shocked if clifton stays out for any prolonged period of time Mm -hmm. in fact i think he'll probably be right back in there monday night but you know we'll see but i think there's gonna have to be a rotation they don't want anyone going cold you know it's not these top seven guys they have now, none of them are going to get the Jacob Zaboral treatment of, <laughs> hey, you're just going to sit until or unless someone gets hurt. Uh, I agree completely. And and it's going to be, they're going to be able to find ways to get, I would expect all, all of them out of the lineup. It's it's much harder. McAvoy and Lindholm, obviously, those guys want to play. and uh, But... The, the the one thing I, I want to be I want to be careful of, and, and I think it's being overlooked a little bit at how good Matt Grizzlick's played this year. Yes, I know he look it, it, it's different, and and we'll go to the physicality, right? Everyone wants to go to physical defensemen, but you need guys that can move the puck. Matt Grizzlick's second in the National Hockey League at plus thirty six. We talked about how great Hampus Lindholm season's been. He's t- plus thirty eight. Grizzlick's only two behind him, and he missed 10 games to start the season when this team was racking up plus minuses. So I, we have to be careful in talking about Matt Grizzlick and he's the next guy out of the lineup. Him and McAvoy together are very good. Charlie McAvoy really likes playing with his buddy Matt Grizzlick, and, and it shows, and, and the stats back up how good Matt Grizzlick's been this season. So there's no question Connor Clifton's not going to sit out the next 15 games because Orlov's here now, and they're going to just sit him out. There's going to be a rotation, but I am—I don't necessarily want to jump to the fact that it has to be Grizzly. He's plus 36. It will be a matchup-based situation. Again, if you're playing a big, heavy team, maybe it's a little bit different, but 
Uh, it's it's so to answer the question in a long way. I don't think it's necessarily just automatically Grizzly and Clifton, but everybody's going to take a little rotation. Everyone's going to take some minutes off this next month. Yeah, and I, I think really what this trade does is if everyone is healthy going into the playoffs. They're, they're going to be thrilled if Grizzly keeps this up and plays this way into the playoffs. And Jim Montgomery has actually asked this week about Grizzly's play, and he cited some of those stats that you just mentioned. Um, but even just beyond, you know, plus minus, it's scoring chances, it's course, it's expected goals, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And said, you know, he's clearly a needle mover for us. And Montgomery said, you know, I understand where the questions come from because, yeah, he has gotten hurt and playoffs passed. But he feels like he's playing in a way where he's been able to avoid taking hits. And if he keeps doing that into the playoffs, awesome. Then then he's going to play and he's going to be a factor much for the positive. But I think what this trade does is it also means that they're not, they're not port if something happens to him. If he gets hit and hurt again. If his play can't hold up in the playoffs. Like, they're not going to be relying on Matt Grizzlick to... Whereas, hey, if Grizzlick's not at his best, like, we're in trouble. Now you have another option so that, you know, if something happens like last year where it's, all right, he can maybe play, but he's not really 100%. Now you have something else. So they to the point I made earlier about, you know, um, learning from past lessons, they've learned that they want to have an insurance policy for Matt Grizzlick. Yeah, when he went down in 2019, that was a big problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, against the Blues, absolutely. And even last year against Carolina, like they clearly, even when he was in the lineup, he wasn't close to 100, percent and that hurt them. And, and and it's it's and again, it's not just Grizzly, right? It's it's other any of the defensemen. If you lose any of them, you need more players, and you want a guy like Connor Clifton to be able to step in because you know he can step in in a bunch of different ways as well. If we take it from last night's roster, so. So yeah, it's it's not it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of a carousel. Everyone's going to get get some minutes taken off, and, and it'll be okay. It will be okay, and I don't think anyone, including Connor Clifton, is going to take it as a slight that he's not in the lineup every single night. All right, John and Grafton has a thought on this as well. So let's go to John. John, what do you got? Hey, what's up, boys? Yeah, not not to beat the dead horse about Clifton and Greslick and Orlov, but I just think it sent the wrong message last night because Don Sweeney was talking about, yeah, we wanted to upgrade, become a more physical team, get some more rough and tough leather guys, and then they put the finesse player in Orlov and keep Greslick, who's another finesse defenseman there, and take out the big hit in Connor Clifton. I mean, I think it just sent kind of the wrong message because Clifton's a guy, you know, you could be down 3 nothing in a game and he can lay a hit and wake up that Bruins bench, right? I think he brings more of those special intangibles than a guy like Greslick. So I think Greslick and Orlov are kind of more interchangeable and they should just platoon. And Clifton really should have a solidified fifth spot. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't know. You know, I know you guys talked at length about that. Um, and secondly, with the whole Don Sweeney thing, Razor, I don't think he's off the hook yet because if you look at this Bruins roster, still a quarter of the team's Shrelly draft picks, you know, and if you look at Bergeron, Marshawn, Pasternak, Krejci, um, and a few others, those are still Shrelly draft picks. So let's not give Don Sweeney a pass yet. He's done good adding those third, fourth, um, you know, secondary-type players. But, you know, if he drafted well, this team could have a bunch of more pass on it than it, than it has now. And I just want to know what you guys think about those two things. 
I'll I'll take the second half first. One, Bergeron and Krejci were not Shirelli draft picks, so you take those guys off the board. Two, neither was Martian really. That was kind of that summer yeah, where he was up in the air. It Jeff, was Jeff Gordon, Gordon was sort still, of the who, interim guy who drafted me as well. So so no, it wasn't Shirelli. That's for sure. Uh, two. You can't have a team full of David Pasternak's. So I'm not, not going to 2015, but just so everybody knows, if they had a drafted three NHL players at 2015, you couldn't keep them all because you can't sign them all for $10 million. You can't have a Connors, you can't have a Shabbat, you can't have a Barzell all in the same lineup. But anyways, we'll, we'll move on from that because it, 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 it doesn't matter. This team is what it is, and Don Sweeney put most of it together. Uh, it, with the defense, it, Orlov isn't, uh, is, is pretty rugged. Um, he's had over a thousand hits in his NHL career. He knocked out Kevin Miller in the playoffs a few years ago. This guy's plays physical. So I, I, I don't put him on the same, same level as a Grizzly. And, and yeah, there is going to be times where that rough and tumble, I don't think it's sending a bad message because at the end of the day, Don Sweeney says one thing, but the coach is the one who actually sets the roster. Don Sweeney doesn't talk to Jim Montgomery about who's in the lineup, who's not in the lineup. That's that's up to the coach. It's very siloed in the NHL. It's very important to NHL teams, organizations, not to have that co-mingling because it doesn't work and, and it can be cause problems. And, and I promise you that's not happening in this situation. So, again, they, they, it's a feeling out process, and, and we're going to see it shake out. I don't think we should jump to the conclusion that because this one game, they're they're going a different way. It, they're going to pull together, and they're all going to be be tied in together as well. Yeah, you know, Sweeney, when he makes a trade, he might communicate to Montgomery like, hey, here's what I'm thinking with this deal. But like you said, he's not saying, he's not telling Montgomery where to play guys no. or when to play them or who to take out. That's all up to Montgomery. And Montgomery even said last night when he was asked about Clifton coming out, he was like, some of it is going to be matchup dependent. And in this case, he even mentioned Vancouver's not really an overly heavy team. So having Grizzlick out there, you want a little more speed mobility. Like that makes sense. Um, you know, we'll see going forward like, against more physical teams. Clifton probably will be in there and maybe it is Grizzlick who comes out. I also think, you know, Forbert might cycle out at some yeah. point. Like you love his penalty killing role, but if we're being honest about it, he's probably the weakest of these seven at five on five. So, you know, like that can happen. And then other guys will get rest too, especially with so many back-to-backs down the stretch. So Montgomery's going to, you know, he's going to tweak. He's going to try different combinations. I think it's, I think it's just to jump in. I think it's really important not to look at this as a negative. I don't think that these players are looking at it as a negative. If you can get forward out of the lineup a couple games and not take slappers off the hands and the wrist and the shin pads and minimize some of those block shots that he... Because he's not changing his game. But if you can get him out of the lineup and take 15, 20 less block shots down the last month, that's going to pay off in the playoffs. If you can get some reps off of Matt Grizzlick and Connor Clifton hitting people, if you can take some reps off of these... Like it's all positive that you have this option. It's the players inside will are pros and can understand that and, and will not be taking this as as much of a negative as I think some people might anticipate or or interpret. 